Hey, and welcome back to 12.3 and 12.2. We did deep dives into almost every game this weekend, and the conversation that we ended on was who had the better game, the Raiders or the 49ers. I gave my perspective. I said, as an offensive unit, I think the Raiders looked much better. But regardless of who you're playing, four, Whoa, what's five, this whole much better? They were much better as an offensive unit. You didn't say that. Wait, whoa, whoa. People that just came from episode episode 12.2. He did not say much better. Okay, fine. They were better. <laughs> they were they were better. They were better as an offensive unit. I think they were more impressive as an offensive unit. But regardless of who you're playing, forcing five turnovers mm. is pretty impressive. Yeah. So the 49ers as a defense, yes, looked better. Uh-huh. So I think they I think they split it. I think that would be um I think that would be my analysis of the of the my objective analysis. So I just gotta ask: do you, do you not have a lot of oxygen in your room? Is that why you gotta inhale for like three seconds before you speak? Yeah, it's a little low. It's a little low. It's that air quality in Northern California. True. Damn forest fires. Oh man! Wow. I mean, it just it happens. Like so. So were we? I was rudely interrupted last segment oh by our uh time limit that we've established for the show yeah sorry about that yeah i, I kind of want to talk about this for like two hours mm-hmm. but how the niners are way better mm-hmm. yeah whatever but i'm gonna give you this the raiders i think were more impressive top to bottom mm-hmm. one i think denver's an overall better team than tampa bay especially their defense the yeah. Denver's defense Definitely. is better than Tampa Bay's Definitely. defense. Two, Derek Carr looked a lot sharper than Jimmy G. But hear me out here. Okay. Jimmy G looked a little wild at times. Inaccurate early, for sure. But they still moved, were able to move the ball. And they had not once, but twice, he threw it to George Kittle for touchdowns that were called back because of penalties. That's rough. <clears throat> it, it was very rough for my fantasy team because I had Jimmy G and George Kittle starting, <laughs> which probably would have given me like another 40 points. But whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm not, I'm not salty about it. But if you just look from that, like they were able to move the ball really well. They had great field position because, like you said, the Niners defense were just getting takeaways after takeaways the yeah. whole day. They were forcing three and outs. It was very good to see. But the Buccaneers were still able to get a lot of yards, especially on the ground. Yeah. And that's one area that the Niners defense has really – they've set records in the past years for how bad they are at stopping the run. <laughs> was it like two years ago that they, they gave up a hundred yards to almost every running back they saw in the whole season, which is pretty remarkable, but they, they were able to get a pass rush on James Woodson, which helped because they were in the lead. So if they are able to get off to quick starts in games and able to move the ball as an offense, which I think they will be as Jimmy G gets sharper and this receiving core gets sharper they have a lot of depth in that receiving core which is nice they don't have a number one receiver pettis dante pettis was supposed to be and he's not looking like it and goodwin isn't really the route runner to be a number one receiver he's more of like a 
off a defense mm-hmm. kind of guy with his speed, which kind of hurts. So they just have George Kittle to rely on <laughs> that passing attack. But they have depth in the wide receiver positions. And Jimmy G is – he's known for spreading it around. He does not focus on one guy, in my opinion, when he's right. And Okay. Right. No, and what's up? The thing – and so – you and I talked a little bit uh, off air before the show about the Raiders and the Broncos game. <clears throat> and collectively, I think so. I do think um, I, I would like if I'm just if I'm trying to be as objective as possible. Um, I do think the Raiders, I, I agree in the sense that overall they, they looked better. I think their offense was easily better, and if you want to compare the two defenses, um, I would say that they were pretty close. I would give the Niners the edge uh, on that, but like, so if I'm giving the Raiders an offense an A, just as an example, and I'm giving the 49ers offense, I don't know, a B, and then I give the Raiders defense like a B plus and the 49ers uh, defense an A minus, together the Raiders overall grade yeah. is better. Yes. For sure. Averaged. Yeah, their their average is better. So I, I would say that the Raiders look sharper. The Raiders actually, mm-hmm. they didn't have um, – so Philip Lindsay for the Broncos, who was a pro bowler last year, absolute stud, they kept him under 50 yards. Yeah, I needed, I needed him to do less, dude. Yeah, and he – and Royce Freeman, they kept him under 60 yards. And in terms of uh, wide receivers, there was one guy – who bludgeoned the Raiders, and that was Cortland Sutton, whoever the heck that is. He's a beast. Seven receptions for 120 yards, and then Emmanuel Sanders had five yards, uh, five catches for 86 yards. But it was really just those pretty two guys. Game. Their second, the Raiders secondary actually played pretty well, and their did run Abrams defense, play pretty well? Does the rookie safety? Uh, I believe so. I, did I you notice him at all? I didn't notice him making any mistakes, and actually, I, That's I got pretty good for I got, safety. Yeah, I got called into to to work tonight, so I was I was trying to focus on the game while teaching. One thing, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's really going to hurt the Raiders going forward is their starting cornerback Gary Conley got carted off the field, and Oof. that was that was going to be. I mean, that was their guy. That was their cornerback. That was going to be um, one of their studs this season, and the Raiders secondary got a lot better this year. With, especially with the addition of LaMarcus Joyner, who is already a captain. Mm-hmm. So not having him no, – actually, the funny thing is that the guy who came in for him, whose name I'm blanking on right now, uh, Trayvon Mullen, he actually was the one who gave up the touchdown that the Broncos scored in, in the fourth quarter. But now, granted, it was – he gave up the touchdown on literally the most impossible route to cover in the NFL. What was it? A quick one-yard line fade. <laughs> To the outside. To Sutton? No, to Sanders. They ran a fade to Sanders? It wasn't of... It wasn't necessarily like a fade. It was literally like – it was kind of like a fade slash out route. Like he just kind of – Was it a back shoulder? No, because he didn't – I mean, it was – and the, the funny thing is, is that Mullen was right there, but it was just put to the outside. Like there's no way he's going to get to it because as soon job, as – Joe. As soon as – Sa- Yeah, it was a great pass. <laughs> as soon as Sanders takes that one step to the outside, he's already one step ahead. Yeah. The, the that, that route is – as somebody who played cornerback, that route is insanely hard to cover. As a short corner. Yeah, it was a short corner. 
I was a short corner. So but led the, led the uh, what league were we in? C Jesus, CVC. What league were we in? Uh the CVC. I definitely led the team in deflections. I don't know if I led the CVC in deflections. I That's had... what I was gonna say. In deflections, in tip tip balls. <laughs> I may have led the league in tip balls and deflections. Oh. I'm not sure. I definitely led the team in deflections. Yeah, but... you like tipping balls, don't you? <sighs> okay. <laughs> So, what are we, 12 episodes in? And I think you're 12 for 12 with uh, sex jokes. But only one F-bomb. No, you had three. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it was only one. I can't wait till you listen back to 12.1 and hear back. all. Oh, wow, okay, support the show. Um, one game that we haven't talked about was arguably one of the biggest duds of the entire weekend was the first Sunday night game, the Patriots and the Steelers. Awful. That game was so boring to watch. I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, it must have been awesome oh, to see him just amazing. obliterate the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not, like Whew. not not only not only did the Patriots win, but it didn't even look like the Pittsburgh Steelers belonged on the same field as the Patriots. It was like JV versus varsity. And you know that whole notion that I said about the offense being maybe a couple weeks behind the defense. Yeah, it doesn't look like that for the Patriots. Not oh, at all. They picked up right from last year. And we, we hate to say this because yeah. we're not fans of the Patriot dynasty, but woo. No, even Julian Edelman had a completion. He was one for one for 32 yards. <laughs> oh, he threw? He threw. <laughs> I, I was wondering what – I was very confused because I was like, well, Julian Edelman's a good receiver still. Why did you just say that? Yeah, Julian Julian Edelman had a had a very good game actually. He was he had 6 catches for 83 yards. Josh Gordon had 3 catches for 73. Look, okay, so Rex Burkhead 5 catches, James White 5 catches, Josh Gordon 3, Julian 6, Philip Dorsett 4. Uh-huh. Brady was throwing it everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So, I know I, I know we we weren't going to talk about the the man who shall not be named. But they're going to get him. But he has so what was the stat? He has not been targeted less than five times in a game. It's like less than five times in his whole career. Something like that. Yeah. It, so Brady likes to spread it a little bit. Brady does like to spread it a little is bit, but you gonna, know what? Is he going to throw AB some bogus targets just to keep him happy? Or is he going to... Is he gonna only give AB three targets? I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting. To, it'll be interesting to see. But with, and it's just crazy thinking about they have Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, Philip Dorsett, who I forgot was there. How and, is Josh Gordon allowed to play? And Antonio Brown. How is because last we saw him, he was on his fourth chance with the NFL. He's only twenty eight. Failed another drug test. Mm-hmm. And it's suspended indefinitely. And he gets reinstated right as the season starts. And he gets to return to the New England Patriots with no – I mean, he doesn't get a Super Bowl ring. But still, he gets to continue his career like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. It's just really weird how that worked out for him. It's really weird how everything seems to work out for the Patriots. Well, you just met. You're just salty because of uh... – the tuck rule, huh? Oh, yeah. Very true. Is that a fumble? It was. I thought it was an incomplete pass. Whatever. Whatever. 
because the Raiders suck. They don't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. It should not be named. And you know what? Actually, here's something that I want to talk about real quick because fantasy is such a huge thing. And this is my first year playing fantasy football. I've actually purposely tried to avoid it. But I got. Oh, why? But because I just I I I didn't want to be I didn't want to get roped into to fantasy and, and start and I don't know it just seemed like it was going to be a big distraction and I just wanted to watch the games I wanted to watch my team play and I'm really only concerned about my team but I I did get roped into it this year and so far it's been kind of fun I'll tell you what the the fir- the very first thing that I've noticed about just after week one of my very first uh, iteration of fantasy football. Uh-huh. Is God, you start to root for teams and players that you just <laughs> never root. I, Dude, was, you... I picked the Patriots defense. The Patriots defense uh-huh. is my defense for the entire season, which I think it was probably my best pick. And I'm sitting there. I mean, they didn't play spectacularly. I, what do you mean they didn't play spectacularly? They had a they sack. They only scored 10 points. Yeah, but they had a sack and an interception, and they only gave up three points. Well, okay, if you're going off of, like, actual real life, the New England Patriots defense played out of their mind. But if you go in terms of fantasy, they didn't play that spectacularly. Well, and here's the thing to continue with that. Okay. The funny thing is, is that I found myself a team that I absolutely despise. I despise the Patriots. Why? What have they done to you? We're not just stop it. (laughs) Are they even in the same conference as the Raiders? I haven't even seen the Raiders play in the playoffs. The Patriots in the playoffs every year. Oh my God. I despise the Patriots. And yet I'm sitting there and I'm rooting for them to stop the Steelers. And it just felt weird. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) It felt weird. It gets really weird. So watch, um, do the Patriots play the Raiders at all? Uh, Oh gosh, I think they might. Well, I'm okay, not so sure. So if you have a player like, see, I have Tyler Boyd playing this. No, upcoming thankfully week. they don't. I have Tyler Boyd playing this upcoming week. He plays for the Bengals. They're playing the Niners. Yeah. And I am. I will be watching that game. And I will be playing the Niners defense, and I will every time a pass goes to Tyler Boyd and he gets a first down. I'm cheering, which is very weird because the San Francisco 49ers are my team. And you know what the funny thing is? Is that Emmanuel Sanders is one of my wide receivers. He had 19 points. I yeah, you didn't start did him. not start him because I am not going to start somebody really? who is playing against so, the Raiders. Who's your best player? My Gurley, I guess. Gurley, probably. Julian. So if the Rams were to play the Raiders and you need this, you need to win this week in fantasy to make the playoffs, you would sit Gurley? I think I might just because no, it you feels wouldn't. so you weird. Wouldn't, dude. It feels no, so Jason, weird. Just let, it, just let no, it fester I, in I there. Can't, I can't root against my team. It won't happen. And the funny thing is, is that actually I had the New England Patriots defense and I had Juju starting so it was mm-hmm. like i wanted him to get all the catches but i never wanted the steelers to score it was just a weird dynamic well this week was fancy just because you i was sat down on a sunday and i was chose to watch the jets and bills play <laughs> yeah. just because i had Le'Veon bell yeah it just makes you 
And like I said earlier, I watched the Ravens and Dolphins game three years ago before I played fantasy. There's no way no. I'd sit down and watch that game. Not a chance. But I'm watching intently because I'm like, oh, is Mark Ingram running? Oh, is Le'Veon Bell running? Oh, I need, uh, I need this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just... It's the it's like weirdest thing. It's like a thing. disease, man. It's the weirdest thing, and I found myself just kind of cheering for the Patriots' defense. It, I, it, and it felt wrong, but yet at the same time, I was like, well, I, I need them to score points. <laughs> and this is my advice for people starting out in fantasy. It's not an expert advice, but when you're a fan, like a diehard fan of a team, you got to fill your whole team with, with that, with that, like allegiance. I picked. So I have Josh Jacobs starting. I got George Kittle and I got the Niners defense. I tried getting wide receivers for the Niners, but they're all trash. So I stopped with that. But now I'm mainly rooting for the Niners. Mm-hmm. So it, it works out. I got Josh Jacobs. I got Derek Carr. I got my favorite NFL player of all time. I got Drew Brees. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. ro- I'm rooting for the people who I want to root for. It was yeah. just very weird cheering for – the Patriots defense. If now Julian Edelman, I will always wait, wait. cheer for Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman's my favorite wide receiver, but um, still. But you hate the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> I love Julian. I hate the Patriots. I bet you like Tom too, don't you? Tom Brady? No, good. No, no. What? That no. doesn't make any sense. But whatever. Um, <sighs> if you had a B, would you have released him? So if he was on my fantasy team. If he was on your fantasy team, would you have dropped him? You know what? Uh, maybe. And I think. Nope. Nope. Well, you wouldn't no, have. Well, no. The pause was too long, dude. Well, no, because I had to think about it for a second because I was going back to what you were saying earlier with Philip Dorsett, Julian Edelman, and Josh Gordon and saying how AB has only like not been targeted less than five times in his career uh, or whatever that stat was. Is. I think AB is going to be a phenomenal addition to the Patriots, but Brady does not target one guy. He spreads it everywhere, and he's got four guys now that he can justify throwing to every single down. So AB may, while he end up may having a phenomenal season, he may not be putting up the ridiculous numbers that he did in Pittsburgh just because there are plenty of other guys who Tom Brady is very willing to throw to. Wait, who's who's AB? Oh my gosh! You just brought up whatever. He's the player that shall not be named. I didn't say that's, his, that's didn't, how we should refer to him this entire season. The, we should do the Skip Bayless trip treatment. The Skip Bayless treatment. The player that sh- shall not be named. He he can't say Kawhi Leonard because Kawhi Leonard demanded a trade from the Spurs. He doesn't call him by his his name. So the whole NBA playoffs, <laughs> he called him number two. Okay. Okay. Well, then you heard it here first on this show. <laughs> Moving forward, Antonio. How petty is that? Antonio Brown shall be referred to as the player that shall not be named. Yep. Moving forward, we will never say his name. Perfect. Perfect. I'm good with that. I'm a hundred percent down with that. You know, what I was also a hundred percent down with Rafa Nadal. Oh, you remembered Rafa Nadal. Oh, guys, guess what? It's tennis time. A nearly four and a half hour <laughs> match that probably should have ended much sooner. Because Nadal went him. up 7-5, uh, 6-3, and then 
lost two straight, seven five, six four, and he ended up, up pulling it out six four. I think he was up two breaks in that third set. He was up either one or two, and Medvedev brought it back to win seven five. That's that seven five, yeah, in the third set. Mm-hmm. And then he won six four on the uh, fourth set, and then Nadal ended up winning six four on the last set Crazy. as well. And then Serena unfortunately lost. Yeah, that was shocking. Not only did she lose, but she like she didn't play very well. She got throttled. <laughs> she lost in straight sets. And the best stat coming out of that was, um, who? What, oh, good lord! What was the girl's name? Andrescu. Yeah, or tennis names are insane. She's Canadian, which is kind of weird that that that's such a hard name. What's yeah. her first name? Um, they played on Saturday, right? Yeah. Um, oh, geez. Well, uh, Bianca. Bianca Andrescu. Andrescu. Bianca Andrescu. Um, she's 19. She's 19. Really? Mm-hmm. The, she's 15th in the world and she's 19. The best stat coming out of that was she, oh wasn't, even al- she wasn't even alive when Serena started co- uh, competing. <laughs> that, was the, that was the best stat that I heard. She wasn't alive when Serena played her first tournament. That's nuts. Right? Like Serena, it, isn't, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Serena's sneakily been on fire since coming back from. She has been. She's been to four finals, but she's four finals, she's in, but she's lost all four. She'll get it eventually. I don't think maybe not. I don't think. I think she'll. <laughs> she's got one more to tie the record. Yeah, and she's putting herself in the final, almost every major. I feel like she's going to get that twenty-four. But what we do, I mean, Serena's great, and the girl that we can't pronounce her name, Bianca Andres, played out of her mind. She upset, I think, in the round before too to get to the final. June sixteenth, two thousand. That's when she was born. She's a two thousand baby. What are we doing with our lives, dude? <laughs> Making a awesome podcast. That's what we're doing, bro. Athletes are starting to come out of the woodworks. That are younger than us. I know. And are millionaires. We're so old. And I'm in debt. We're old, man. We're old. Like, Guys, we're, you know what? support this podcast something, so we have something to live for. Something's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. And I guess it's already sort of happened for us with Colton Miller. But there's somebody, somebody in a professional and JK who's playing for the Panthers right now. Um, but eventually it's going to happen that. We're gonna see somebody in uh, on a professional sports team, whether it be the NBA, NFL, uh, MLS, MLB, wherever. We're gonna go. Oh man, I I know that guy. I either played against that guy. I ran across him in a tournament somewhere. <clears throat> that dude graduated when I graduated, and he's in a professional sports league. It'll happen eventually. I With mean, not. We're not playing against anyone in high school. Well, I know, but eventually, like we'll we'll have somebody who, like, even right now, Jordan. We're gonna have someone. Like, like we're having a baby. Jo- what? Jordan Ford, um, who plays. <laughs> you didn't want it. You didn't want it. No, I'm not going down <laughs> that, that I'm not at going all. Down that road. Skirt, <laughs> skirt. <laughs> uh, Jordan Ford plays for St. Mary's, and I remember. I, I remember watching him in the. Uh, in the um, NCAA tournament going, I literally guarded that guy. 
Oh, and uh, Noah Blackwell crossed you up? Noah Blackwell did not cross me up. He put you in his mixtape? Yeah, but I contested his shot. He did not cross me up. That's false advertising. Splashed in your face. He made it, but my hand was in his face. Where is he? He is, oh, goodness gracious. I should know this because I just talked to him. He was at Long Beach, and then he... Think, he's, I think at he he's at Fresno. He's at Fresno. Oh, that's right. Brief. I just talked to him not too long ago. Isn't it crazy that there's guys that we think are superstars in high school and they don't even like they don't even make high D ones or especially the NBA or the NFL. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it just like, kind of puts into perspective how good uh how good you have to be. To get into professional sports or high D one. Well, I tell you what, Jordan Ford had an, a really good season last year. He averaged twenty one points, two rebound, two rebounds, and two and a half assists. Um, so he had a good season. And I can tell you what, uh, I'll I'll give a name drop on somebody real quick. I don't think he'll ever listen to the podcast, but Zach Moncha actually pickpocketed Jordan Ford. I remember that um, during one of the tournaments. Zach and his long, lengthy arms. <laughs> That just hang, hangs down by his knees. Schmezma. <laughs> it's crazy. It was crazy. So um, to wrap up this episode, we will do, we will do what we did um, last week on Tuesday. We will give our picks oh, okay. heading into BD. week two. And we'll do these real quick. We won't, uh, we won't stall real on quick. these. We won't stall on these um, very much. So I ended up winning week one. So we're going to go down the game list for week two. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Nope. And then uh, and then we'll close out the show. So I wonder if our lists are the same, like in the same order. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, I definitely – I'm. you got the Raiders winning? Well, hang on. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let, let's see. Let's see. Buccaneers, Panthers, Thursday night. Panthers. 100%. Cardinals, Ravens. Oh, shoot. We're not in the same. Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I got the Ravens. Uh, Chargers, Lions. Chargers. Right. Uh, Colts, Tex- uh, Colts, Titans. Titans. In Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to give the Titans on that one, too. We are. Colts are trash. <laughs> Bryson. Colts are trash. Uh, this, so this. Kobe Brissett, who? Kobe Brissett. <laughs> we played pretty well. Um, He's going to text me so much. Probably. Oh, my gosh. Probably. Let's keep this going. Actually, he probably won't even listen to this podcast. 49ers, Bengals. 49ers, bro. In Cincinnati. Take the Bengals. Do it. Well, here's the thing. I don't know where you and I are going to differ on the rest of this. So we're going to have to pick differently somewhere. We'll, we'll be different, bro. We're going to pick different. I'll, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm doing it. Good. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking Niners the Bengals. Niners go 2-0, baby. Forget you, Cincinnati favored to win, too. Jaguars. What? Texans. Texans. Who would have thought, by the way, who would have thought that the very first rookie quarterback to step on the field and this Gardner Minshew. was Gardner Minshew, <laughs> who played really well, actually. He played really well. 20, They're actually really high on him. 22 for 25, 275 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Who thought? Who would have thought? So, oh, Jaguars, Texans. Texans. I got Texans as well. Vikings, Packers. Vikings. I say Packers bounce back at home. The Packers won last week. 
Um, well, true, but they also they didn't play a very good game, and that's you can't I mean. bounce back from a win. I think you can bounce back a little bit. From that a doesn't win. make any sense. You don't make any sense. <laughs> Cowboys, Redskins. Cowboys. Yup. Seahawks, Steelers. Oof. I got the Hawks. Oh, it's Pittsburgh then. I got the Hawks. <laughs> Bills, yeah. Giants. Bills. That's such a weird game. <laughs> such a weird game. Do I have to pick one? Because <laughs> I, I don't know if the Bills – the Bills defense is really good. Buffalo is favored, bro. The Bills defense is really good. I don't want to pick the Giants and have the – I'm going Bills too. Giants played well against Cowboys. Huh? They did, but the Bills defense is good. I'm Bills. Bills. Well, Patriots, fine. Dolphins. Patriots never play well in Miami, but I don't think it's, that's going to matter. Sorry, dude. Patriots. <laughs> Chiefs, Raiders in Oakland. Chiefs, bro. I have to go. With you the better. I have to go with the Raiders because they're my team. <laughs> you can't oh. tell me you're. There's going to be a game this season where you don't pick the Niners. Oh hell no! Do you know how badly I'd feel if I picked the other team and the Niners actually? Won? Yeah, there's no way. So Raiders, Raiders all the way. So Saints, Rams in in uh, L.A. I think Rams get it. I'm sticking with Drew. Gosh, you and I are different on a lot of these. Bears, Broncos. In oh, Denver. Man. In Denver. Which changes things a little bit. Chicago. I think Chicago's a better team than Denver. I do too. I got Bears as well. Eagles are going Eagles. to Atlanta. Eagles. Yep. Eagles all the way. And then the super fun game Monday night. I think Browns take it. I, I do too. I, I I don't I don't disagree with that. I think they'll I find think... a way to pull it out. The Jets are a really good team to go up against to like figure stuff out. That's a good they're, test. They're not well. They're not really a test because they're not, the Jets aren't like a complete team. I think they're young and they will be good down the line. But right now they're not. I feel right. like. So the games that we differ on are. Mm-hmm. So we're we were good with the first four. I picked the Bengals. You picked the Niners. <laughs> you got the Vikings. I've got the Packers. Oh, easy. You picked the C. I mean, you picked the Steelers. I picked the Seahawks. Oh, easy. I got the Raiders. You got the Chiefs. I got the Saints. <laughs> I got the Raiders. You got the Chiefs. And well, you know what? I'm definitely going to win that game. They're going to keep Patrick Mahomes in check. You heard it here first. Saints, Rams. I got the Saints. Yeah, I just want to give you time to walk that back. Nope, never going to happen. Uh, okay. And I picked the Saints. So you and I differ on a lot. So we'll have a, we actually differ more this week than uh, we did last week. So that'll be Good. interesting. But I'm already uh, I'm already a week ahead, so it doesn't matter. I mean, you copied most of my picks last week. So I what? I I don't think that's even kind of slightly true. But whatever. When do you and I play uh, against each other in fantasy? I think it's like week five or something like that. Yeah, we didn't even talk about. Our results. So, I ended up losing this week, barely, after scoring the second most points this week by any team. Yeah, I actually lucked out. So the dude who you I played an awful person. The the dude who I played against uh, had Tyreek Hill injured, had Ben Roethlisberger flop, had Adam Vinatieri. Out of all the people that have a flop game, that would be the last guy I would expect to have a flop game. He did. Yeah, the Cowboys kicker didn't play. And he also had the Jaguars defense. Negative four points. Oops. So. That's kind of. Why would you play a defense against the Kansas City Chiefs? I'm sorry. No. 
I don't know. But so Sam and I, uh, so Sam starting off zero and one there too, and I'm starting off one and zero. I feel good though. I think your team is going to be really good. I think you just got a bad draw. You, you... I think my team's going to be fun. if so. If I played any other person, which you can't, you can do the what if game, the whole yeah. But if if I played any other person in the league, I would have gotten a win. Yeah, he just so happened I'm, to play the one guy. My team played out of their mind. It just. So happens that James Conner didn't play very well, which I don't think is going to happen all throughout the year. I don't think the Niners' defense is going to play as well as it, which props to me for starting the Niners' defense. Only 2.8% of people that use the NFL Fantasy app started the Niners' defense on Sunday. <laughs> that's what's up, dude. I'm a big props for that. <laughs> that doesn't, that's not like it was hyped. skill or anything. You were just picking your team. Only 4%. Of all fantasy owners, own the Niners. Well, I owned them and started them. You're just, I think that's kind of that's kind of going out on a limb, dude. You're just the goat. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm the zero and one goat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I feel good. No, Mark Ingram played well. Bell played well. Jimmy G needs to play better. And if Jimmy G plays better, then George Kittle plays well. Mari Cooper played out of his mind and. Boyd, I think it's going to be really solid this year. So my team's from top to bottom is stacked, and I had the Chargers kicker, and he got injured on Friday night or something like that. So I think I would have gotten a little more points from my kicking situation. Right. So I'm 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 hyped for the season. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good, and uh, I think this seat this uh, this year the NFL season is going to be super fun. Uh, Sam and I are both. Uh, Really interested, uh, just in terms of personal interest for our teams, because both of our teams have high hopes. You know, Sam, Sam the Raiders have high hopes. Well, high hopes in terms of, uh, in terms of looking forward to the season. There's a lot of good energy around the team right now. So yeah, the the guy who shall not be named left. That's very. The, that's that's why all the good energy is back in there. Very true. So that'll wrap it up for twelve point three, and that'll wrap it up. For this week's episode, we will be back. Our like li- like we like we mentioned uh, like we mentioned last episode, I believe. Uh, our schedule is going to be every Tuesday and Saturday. That is how we're going to release. Although, um, quick side note: we may not. Uh, we may have to film uh, Thursday because I have drill this weekend. So we might have to film Thursday night and then release an episode on friday just oh, make sure you we guys get are finding out this information as i do yep Holy cow. yep so we might how have... professional yep so we <laughs> might have to uh, do that as well but we will make sure we uh we get something out to you guys before uh before the weekend so as always thank you so much for listening to the podcast you don't know how much uh you don't know how much it means to us that you guys take time out of your day to uh to give us a listen so thank you all so 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 much so much we so, can't so, so much. we can't we can't thank you enough and but we're gonna try right now thank you 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 was that enough i think so i think we're good how many listeners raise your hand if your ears are bleeding one, two, three. Okay, perfect. Cool. <laughs> We're good to go. <laughs> We're good to go. All right. Um, that'll conclude it for 12.3. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you in a short few days. Thanks, guys.